What up, survivors? Welcome to D180, the horror movie podcast, taking you on a ride. Thanks for linking up with us. I'm AJ. And I'm Janae. And welcome to our Fast Past episode. Um, this is our first one, but you know, if y'all messed with it, then, you know, we'll see what's up. But before we proceed, let me know, do y'all, how do y'all survivors, how do y'all feel about horror reality TV shows? Let us know on our Twitter at D180Podcast. But this episode, we're going to be talking about the CW's Killer Camp. So if you've been listening to our Camp 180-themed episode, Johnny asked me to watch this horror reality show, right? And it's like a British-American whodunit-style game show. It's created by James Duncan, Ben Wilson. So the series first aired on TV in 2019 on ITV2. It was supposed to be like a Halloween special went for five consecutive days all the way up to Halloween. The CW jumped right on that, licensed it, aired it the summer of 2020, and now a uh, season two is supposed to be coming out this fall. So, um, you know what, y'all? Y'all know how I am. I really don't do the TV shows and stuff, but I have to say this one was a bit different for me. I don't know, Miss Johnny. You might have struck something here in me. Yay! <laughs> but if you guys want to catch it before we bust it open, it's streaming on the CW app for the free right now. So pause. We'll be, promise you, we'll be right here. Go watch it. Come back. Because when we come back, we're going to spoil the entire thing. This cat is your worst nightmare. A real game. You just really can't trust anyone. With a killer twist. Your job is to find the killer. That looked like it really hurt. So, Killer Camp. You have 11 strangers, right? They applied to be on the show that they thought was called Summer Camp, but it's not really a summer camp. They quickly find out that they really are on Killer Camp. Did you read in your research? They had backups on deck if people wanted to back out. Yes, I definitely saw that. (laughs) Do you think you would back out? Um, no, I wouldn't have backed out. I wouldn't either. <laughs> but that's, but I did think that was hilarious that they did have backups. But the whole premise, though, is that they're going to be trying to win some money. So they got to find out who the killer is among them. But then also don't end up, end up dead themselves. Basically, it's a big ass game of Among Us. Yep. The only downside is, though, both parties don't get the money. Like, the killer... It's either or. It's not both. Right. So if they <laughs> lose a challenge, if the innocent people lose a challenge, like, you know, the campers, then the killer gets that money. So say, like, me and John Navy innocent, and we only got, like, $500 out of a possible 1000 then the killer would get that other 500 and it would keep adding up. Yep. And the total amount on the table that could be won is $15,000. One five. Zero, you think zero, that's zero. enough? Um, no, but seeing that probably the budget for this wasn't heavy, like it's not like a Netflix production. So, and I mean, I don't know, because I don't want to give Netflix too much credit either, but because y'all know I love me some circle. But I'm talking about in terms of the the money on the table. So the circle gives out a lot of money and then too hot to handle. They gave out a lot of money. So compared to like a show like that or any other mainstream reality show, $15,000 is not a lot. So I am interested to see in the fall if the pot gets larger. 
there are a lot of things I'm curious about in season two. Like one thing namely would be like the players. So we have Fergal, Warren, Nuri, Carl, Eleanor, Holly, Sean, Rosie, Sam, Rob, and Jack. So there are your 11 players, right? So I found out that they all had fact sheets on like this website or whatever. Well, the website no longer exists, but I was still able to find their fact sheets. So Carl, I found out their scary movies, favorite scary movies. Carl's favorite scary movie is Saw. Sean's favorite is What Lies Beneath. Rob's is Alien. Jack's is Get Out. Holly's is Saw. Warren's is Saw. Oh, well. Right? Eleanor's is Shutter Island. Sam's is Saw. <laughs> Jesus. Nuri's is Us. Rosie's is It. And then Fiergal's is Seven. All of y'all that like Saw, I just want to know why. And I'm not saying it's bad, but I'm just saying, like, I just feel like at this point, at this point, if your favorite movie is Saw, I'm convinced you just haven't seen anything else because I'm going to leave it at that. This ain't about that right now. But one <laughs> thing I do have a little thing about. So, you know, we meet our players, right? We meet them on the bus and we get their names along with their tropes, right? And the tropes for me, they're okay. So they're based off things about them, which works and doesn't work, right? So you have Rob who works in the cinema and he's deemed the film geek which instantly you're going to tag him as like Randy from Scream, right? And even like some point in the show, he even quotes Randy, right? Going right. Over the three rules, right. So, you know, that makes sense. That's a good trope. But on the Because that was side, actually listed as one of his strengths in his fact sheet is that he has a knowledge of horror. Right. I remember. And he even mentions that, like, I think at the very beginning. And on the other hand, you got like Sam, right? The vegan. Okay. Yeah. He's a chef. That's his occupation. But, like, literally, that's all. And he gets labeled the vegan. Like, that right. can be anyone. Like, Rob the film geek can be a vegan. Holly the uh, outsider, she could be a vegan. Like, that's, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just kind of yeah. like me. So, you know, that kind of didn't really work for me for everybody. Because it was a few people, their tropes was either, like, a watered-down version of someone else's. Or, you know, I feel like it could have been a little I feel like he could have been, like, they could have gave him, like, a bad boy or something. Because he had all those tattoos something yeah i don't know yeah something because i didn't really think rosie's was really a trope for real for real she was the forensic nurse i remember that now yeah i was just like well what does that mean like that's actually now of course kind of her job though but like in the horror movie trope sense that doesn't but that's what i mean like sam's was his based off his job because he was a chef and they just gave him vegan which is just that's has to do with his job it's not like a trope and I know we're saying the same thing, but I'm agreeing with your point. I just, we couldn't think of anything else. Now, you'll have movie characters that are nurses and they come in clutch in the movie, but that's not a trouble. Yeah, it's not. You know? I feel like everyone else's was great, except for those two. So speaking of tropes, who did you think, like, from Jump, who did you guess? Who did you think it was? Um, Funny, I didn't think anybody. Like, I was the first episode, I was kind of just chilling. Mm-hmm. And then once the second episode hit, that's when I was like, okay, maybe it could be Rob. Caleb was convinced it was Sam, but I was like, that's too easy. I didn't think Sam was an easy choice. I thought it was because, okay, I have a lot of reservations. So for my predictions, 
Rob was a red herring to me. I'm like, okay, obviously he's a film geek. He has this knowledge of horror films. Like, you know, it gets very obvious. But then my other guess was that it would be Holly. And I have so many reasons for as why it could have been Holly and she would have been a better choice than what we get. But let me kind of exp- give a little background information too, because I don't think we explain like how the challenges work because they have to do three challenges. And this actually kind of, aids if you actually like really watching and see who participates in the challenges this kind of aids in your guessing too so in the first one you earn money for the group pie and of course like we say any money that you don't earn goes towards whoever's secretly the killer then your second challenge for that day is where you get your clues for me these clues that we get okay so they get clues after they do challenges like if a certain team wins they're able to get access to clues right and then the clues are just on this little postcard you know so the first round of clues that we get all together are the killer likes stamps art avril lavigne fan likes thai food likes danny devito has sex on the balcony will rate themselves a five at best likes to talk over people and is into taxidermy hates peas wanted to be an astronaut people usually assume they might be alphabet gang can't live without films and instantly when you once you see the show and you hear all these clues it's so easy to point to the killer right and yes and no because i knew somebody had to be lying and you find that out, too. So apparently when they get their clues, they'll be like, well, I think we should change this. Or they don't even have to tell everybody else what their clues said if they don't want to, you know. And that's like, all right. And I have something about that, too. It's just like a lot of things that happen in this show. There are things that are just that makes it kind of like, mm, well, I wish you would have did this instead of the way y'all did it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then the third one is when you get immunity. So the, the winner can't be killed that night, but you get to choose another person to be immune with them. Um, so with watching them do the challenges, I also suspected people. So that's why I thought it was Rob, because Rob, some of the challenges, he just failed miserably. Yeah. So I agree with you. So when they first get there, right, we get like what I call an ode to an opening scene of the movie. The gang arrives there. Fergal is the first one to go. They don't even get to do anything. Like, he's out on the boat. Boats explode. You know, it's giving you a taste of what it is for the season. That's when they let them know that they are not on summer camp. You're actually on killer camp. So by the end of this day, you get Nuri and Eleanor, and they're the top choices. People are picking Eleanor. It's a long story. I'm going to get into her just a little bit more. Just hold a tab on her. But Nuri's the second person to go, right? She gets a your next wrong turn four style kill. If you know, you know, wire to the neck. Really beautiful. And this is when they get to like the watermelon challenge, right? And I'm looking at everybody. Everybody pretty much sucked to me. They did. But somehow Eleanor becomes the main subject. They like blame her off the challenge, laughing at Fergal's death and taking Nuri's pillow. I'm like, it's a pillow. I really think that that's Carl's fault for why Eleanor got blamed. Was he the first one to like throw her name out there, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Especially since he was tied to her in that challenge. And then, you know, we go on to the next episode. They have a challenge called All Tied Up. And this is where Rob really starts to stick out. And it's even like some of the things, if you listen to what he's saying, it's just like, okay, dude. Because I feel like it's even another challenge right after that, the same episode when they're like jumping from pad to pad. 
And like, you see Rob falling in the water, but you know who's killing it though? Warren, he doing it on everybody. Yep, he was my favorite. Okay, I really did like him. And if you watch the circle of any of the survivors, watch the circle. Warren and Chris from season one look alike to me. And I thought that was Chris at first. When I first started watching that, quickly realized it wasn't him, obviously. But they look alike. When you're successful, niggas do not want to see you be great. And this is the reason that Warren ends up in the hot seat. So it's between Warren and Carl now. So the other thing I picked up about that, I knew mm. Warren was going to go home. Not only because he was way too good, but also he made a comment about Sean. So Carl and Sean kind of like hit it off and made like a little romance in a day. Mm -hmm. So once they were on the dock and Warren made some comment about Sean to Carl, Carl got pissed off and then he ended up with a dick through his eye. So the thing is, when we get to eliminations, you never really find out why people are getting eliminated. I found out that... In particular to the eliminations, it never really tells you how the bottom players are chosen or tell you why somebody gets killed. Yeah. Like, that's all we get is the clues. No time to really hang out with the characters. Like, I want to say, like, I'm maybe that episode, whatever episode before Rob, you know, that happens. We get a little time with them. But, you know, that's just because he liked Eleanor and they was just trying to see where that was going to go. We don't really get any time to really know the players, sit in on conversations, make our own assumptions for real, for real. Really, all we get is just a heavily edited show that shows you where you're supposed to think instead of letting you do the work for yourself. The bottom two, one is picked by the killer. And then the others picked by producers based off of what'll make for a dramatic effect. You know how they do. So ultimately, the person that's chosen to get killed is chosen by the killer. I'm just like, okay, that's cool. But I wish that we would see something. It don't got to be necessarily like, I don't know. Like maybe they take like a camp boat or something. I don't know. You get what I'm saying? Because it just seemed like the people that like when Nuri ended up like at the bottom too for some reason i knew she was going to be at the bottom because i'm like okay it's the foreign student so of course who do you kill first but also with the way that it was edited she didn't really get any screen time and i don't think she really talked that much and that's and that's what i'm saying it kind of fed and because when you get these international foreign i'm sorry if i'm not being politically correct right now but when you get those characters in horror films they're usually the first ones to go And I mean, like, I don't know if that was the thing behind her death specifically, but that's instantly what I thought of. Of course, we would get rid of her character first. Even getting rid of Fergal first, because he he seemed like he was going to be very annoying. For some reason, I just felt like he was going to be annoying. And of course, you would get rid of that character first, too, in a slashy. Yeah. We haven't talked about Bobby yet. Bobby is the host. How do you feel about Bobby? I love him, and I hope he's in season two. His storytelling for me sometimes was a bit over the top. And you know me, I could take over the top. I run with the best of them. But I don't know. It was like. I loved it because he was insensitive and just screaming. And like they were sitting there crying. And to me, it was funny. (laughs) First of all, I'm like, why are y'all crying? Why are y'all crying? Y'all acting like these people getting killed for real. I was about to say that. That no, I did like that. I did like that. Yuckies. <laughs> I love him. The way that Warren dies. Who thought it is? And I don't know. I also want to go back to Eleanor. I kind of hated how they ganged up on her though, because my thing was how you gang up on a lone black girl. 
And that was another thing I had with the show. I know this is the UK and I, I really don't know much about the UK, but you know me. If I see too many of one type of person on the show, I'm just like, hmm. I don't know about that. And I wasn't liking that either. I was just like, why are we all ganging up on Eleanor? Because she took a pillow. And because she laughed when Fiergal died. Wait, when you look at that scene, a lot of them were laughing, though. Yeah. And hers was more like a nervous laugh. Like, what the fuck am I gotten myself into? And I'm like, y'all was the ones that was talking about lazy little camper. Like, y'all was egging it on. So y'all just as guilty. Right. So now, you know what? I was just talking about eliminations, right? In this next episode, the campers actually get to vote who they think is guilty. So they have a little cash challenge. They got to go swim. They get the buoys. They have to throw these buoys in the ring. And you're starting to pay more attention to people at this point. You're seeing, like, who looks like they're just blatantly throwing challenge. Or, like, you know, if this is just because of the wind. Because it was a bit windy. But... It all comes down to the clue challenge. And it's kind of like a who said what challenge. It's very sleepaway camp style letter with, you know, dear mom, I've been at sleepaway camp for three weeks and I'm scared, but it'll like reveal a secret. And this was cool, but I think it would have been better, like I said, if we spent more time with the characters and knew some secrets. Cause like it gets revealed that Rob likes Eleanor, which she already knew that she don't feel the same. I think there was some drama between like Rosie and Holly which I mean, like, we wouldn't have known that because that was kind of random to me. I was like, why does Holly have a problem with Rosie? Where did that even come from? But, you know, we not seeing everything because it's only five days and these episodes right. are an hour. So it's not like we got that much time with them. And I'm not saying we always have to have drama of some sort. But if you're going to bring that up and not show us any proof, then it's just kind of like, where did why that come it? from? <laughs> At the end of the day. It comes down to them voting, like I said early. And at this point, earlier I mentioned the clues. And this is when we get that last set of clues. And it mentions that this person can't live without films. Obviously, it's Rob. But when you think about it, it's episode three, right? It can't be Rob because if it is Rob, what are we going to do with the other two episodes? Like, is the show going to be over? Like, what's going to happen? That's that's at least what I started thinking. And that's why I said I thought Rob was going to be like a red herring. Like, they would think it's him. It's revealed to not be him. And then the show keeps going. But plot effing twist. Rob is actually the killer. Well, one of the killers. And that only happens because he got caught. Like, if Rob hadn't got caught, they wouldn't have had quote-unquote two killers right. and i mean obviously you got to think on top of your toes but i was just like well if your clues weren't so freaking obvious maybe they wouldn't have guessed rob like i don't know what they could have done about the clues like i think they should have been like things maybe left around the camp or maybe a combination maybe it would have been something that they won or maybe if it's something that they won it's not like written clues like maybe if he likes to collect stamps then they could have got like a box of stamps or something. They would have had no idea what that meant. But like, you know, it's stamps. So somebody, something pertaining to stamps. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like I don't items know. versus. Yeah. Versus cards. just like verbal clues. Yeah. Cause it don't, that don't really do anything. Especially, well, first of all, before I go then, Rob's mustache, I don't know if his mustache was fake or not. I feel like it was fake. No, I that feel was like real. That's how. Officer Franks from Sleepaway Camp should have looked because I still can't get over that fake mustache and it's been years at this point. But they have this box challenge. They got to, you know, what's in the box, 
spilling around. The clue challenge, I like this little clue challenge when they were spinning around and getting dizzy and trying to throw the ball at each other. I feel like that's hard to cheat. It is very hard because I don't like being spun around in circles. So I get nauseous so fast. Oh, damn. Yeah. Unfortunate. <laughs> very unfortunate. Yeah, I couldn't do the teacups. What? I get do I, I can't all those rides. So you can't do the spaceship ride that like when it twirls, like the gravity mm -hmm. does some weird stuff and it pins you against the wall. I can't do it. I'll I've it. written that ride 17 times in a row one summer because mm -mm. I was trying to win a prize, but we had to leave. And all I had to do was beat 21. And I feel like I could have done it. That's why I had a hard time, like trying to pick up pirouettes and stuff mm -hmm. because I just I can't. <laughs> I'm a turner. I love turns. Like that's my jam. This is where Sam starts getting sussed out by the players. And I feel like there was no reason for this. I mean, okay. So I I know. But, so this is my thing. I think Carl went out to Sam in one of those challenges because Sam was like, oh, maybe you're a killer. And mm -hmm. he got pissed off. He said he pissed me off. So I'm pretty sure that's why Carl went after Sam. So at this point, we get another set of clues. And like I said, I'm just going to say all of them together. This person is in the Mile High Club, loves animals, loves their eyes, goes to the gym five times a week, lied about their job, scared of spiders. These clues generally were a little bit better. I will give them that. This set of clues can apply to anybody. And it's when they start getting these clues that they start thinking it's between like a few people get thrown around, but really they looking at Sam. But I feel like at this point, Sam was like, okay, well, why can't it be Carl too? Because these fit him just as well. But like I said, cause remember y'all, I told y'all, I thought it was Holly. That could fit Holly. It could fit Rosie. It's so many people that that whole little box of clues can fit. Yes and no. Only because I know that their fact sheets had came out before the series. So looking at the fact sheet, you know that Carl's fear was spiders and Holly's was getting electrocuted. I'm not talking off fact. I'm talking about like just in general. Anybody right. can be scared of spiders. Anybody could go to the gym five times a week. Just because you go to the gym five times a week don't mean you're going to have gains because you could be BSing. Anybody can lie about their job. Anybody can have sex in an airplane. Everybody who doesn't love animals, just because you eat meat does not mean you don't love animals. And I have brown eyes and I still think I have prettier eyes than a whole bunch of other people that have color eyes. So anybody can fit that description. So that's why I'm saying these set of clues are way better than the first ones that we get. The first ones are so specific that it was so easy to just be like, well, I mean, it kind of has to be Rob. If it's not, that's a great red herring because all clues point to him. But this second set i feel like they're way better because a whole bunch of people can fit into that mm. oh this is where we do like the little carrie challenge i like this one once again forever relevant carrie white anyway um so they're like standing under these buckets of blood with like a pole and holly ends up winning and her and eleanor they girlfriends at this point and this is more a reason why i was like okay it might be holly because holly is just skating you know like she's the outsider she gives Eleanor immunity. So they're good for the um, 
elimination. But what ends up happening is it's now between Rosie and Jax. Did you enjoy Rosie's kill as much as I did? Yeah, I liked it. Because it was definitely giving Paige a la Valentine or David from Mikey. Yeah. I also thought it gave like a little bit of Brother Jackie, just a little bit. Oh, with Tiffany and the TV. I didn't even think of that one. I guess I was just thinking like hot tub. So yeah, you're right. And even right here. Okay, so check this out. So Rosie getting killed right here. I felt like that was perfect set up for it to even be Sean. Her and Sean were best friends, right? And that yeah. would be so smart to kill your best friend versus killing somebody else. Because then it would be like, well, obviously it can't be them then. Because, of course, they would save their best friend. Like, I thought that was so smart, but it wasn't Sean either. So now, next day, this is the finale, y'all. They got to do these different challenges. One is, like, them eating these fucking meals. And I don't know, like, that That onion milkshake. How are y'all drinking the onion milkshake? Like, now, I know I'm iffy with hot dogs, but I don't think that's hard. I think the main thing was somebody else is feeding it to me, so you don't know if you're choking me or not. That's kind of weird. The rest of it, I don't know. Okay, you know, no, 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 no. When they had the pie with the hot sauce in it, I would have tore that up. That's not hard. I would have threw it. All you have to do is just whip the hot sauce around into the filling because it was whipped filling. So it wasn't like it was like if it was like a peach pie or a blueberry pie, something with like a filling, then yes, that would have been a little bit harder. But just because it's whipped, I just would have stirred up the hot sauce and then just ate it. It just would have been a little spicy. Probably wouldn't even tasted it for real, depending on how much they put on there. But I just would have went for that. That wouldn't have been a problem. I don't like hot sauce, period. So any taste of hot sauce, how are you ready to puke? Oh, that's unfortunate. Girl, you guys, it, damn, like, what can you eat? Like, your stomach just be on some other stuff. Yeah, I don't like hot sauce. It tastes nasty to me. So at the end of this episode, we basically narrow it down to Carl and Sam. And I'm thinking, okay, cool. But we still get, like, it's like seven people left. Like, it's so many people we haven't killed. And I was just like, so we just going to end it really at this fifth episode. Once again, they get to vote who they think it is. And it's based off these clues. And literally every single one of them, every single one of them, vote Sam. Because remember the last set of clues, go to the gym five times a week, lied about a job, is scared of spiders. So through some conversation, once again, some conversation we didn't see, Some of it we saw, but most of it we didn't see. They deduct that Sam had lied about a job, but we never see this. We don't know this happened. And at the end, everybody literally votes Sam, and it's not even him. Nope. Who's the killer? Carl. And throwing it to Carl was so random to me. I thought it was perfect. After I went back and watched it again, it made perfect sense. Like how I was explaining earlier, like, he... It had an issue with Warren, so he axed his ass. He had an issue with Sam, so he made all the clues point towards Sam. And then he got smart and formed a relationship with Sean to throw it off and did all these things to protect Sean. And that's why it was so predictable to me. Because I'm like, of course you're going to go with this person that literally had all the conflict and somehow this person flies under everybody's radar. Of course... Sean's not going to get killed at all. She's going to be protected, even though she had an injury. And that's why I even said that it would have been perfect for it to be Sean, because she literally played such a good game. 
killing well she didn't kill her best friend had she been the one to kill her best friend she really wasn't when it came to challenges she was pretty much in between you know wasn't doing too much wasn't doing too less like i mean i guess that's just off skill and like i said that last set of clues could have easily applied to her as well and i felt like that would have been way better than you making the killer somebody that's had consistent conflict with other players and just happens to be in a relationship with somebody. And the fact that once again, it's a guy. I hated that both times everybody was just like he. Well, the killer he, like just using he pronouns. Cause I'm like, it could be a girl. It could, but I didn't think that they was gonna choose a girl for this. Yeah, I mean, maybe next season, we don't know what we'll get. But this season, I definitely feel like it would have been 20 times better if it was either Holly or Shine. So what do you think about this? Like, I loved every minute of it. Um, mainly because it's something different. It's not like your normal reality show. Like, who would really think? The only thing that you really got close to having like a scary, quote unquote, reality show was Fear Factor. So I thought that was pretty cool. And then that was that other show on VH1 with the ghosts, with the some of the um, reality stars from like all the love and hip hop and stuff. But that was not... And I know what you're talking about, and I can't think of what it's called, but I know I used to watch it too. Like, it would be better if it was something with, like, real people versus celebrities, you know? Mm-hmm. But I loved it, and I can't wait for season two. I make, I'm I'm nervous and excited to see what the CW is going to do with it, and if I had known in advance, I probably would have signed up for it. I like the idea but I want to see it more thought out. I can tell, like, I mean, obviously this was good intentions. This is season one. Like, all things, when they start off, they have the issues. But the execution, in my opinion, for this wasn't, it wasn't executed at all. Like, how it could have been. I would want to see, obviously, better tropes for the characters. Definitely give us more time with the characters. I know this was only five days. It was probably just an experiment to see if it was going to even catch on anyway. But in season two, it definitely needs to be longer to give us more time to get to know people, to build connections with people. Different challenges. I think all the challenges don't need to be physical. Like, and I I know like on here, like they have the question one and, or I mean the clue one, like who said this, but I feel like it should be more challenges that are just like of all different arrays. Like in the circle, for example, um, no spoiler, but they had a makeup challenge where they had to like make up a mannequin and that like obviously gave clues to the identities of some people or like um, they had to elect people to be certain, not class roles, I can't think of it. It's like office roles. But if they did that at camp, you would see who likes who and who don't like who. Then a different tactic for clues. We brought that up. Like give us something else besides just a fact sheet and you just cutting and pasting onto a postcard. And a set elimination process would be better for me. Like, let us see like, oh dang, like it might be Eleanor in the bottom this week or dang, this happened to her. Or, you know, like maybe it can be somebody suspecting somebody that genuinely lost a challenge, like did the works. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just so many things I feel like weren't looked at and hopefully they get looked at for the next season. It's cool though. I will say, you know me, I'm normally not a TV series person at all. (laughs) Used to be, but not so much at all. But this one was decent. I do like that as an actual game. And I think that's cool. The only, I didn't mention this earlier, but I remember when I was little, it's not a horror game at all, but Legends of the Hidden Temple used to scare the hell out of me. 
this isn't scary at all. But, you know, like, it's just something to, like, chill with. Like, you know, you don't really want to do a movie. You just want something kind of short, sweet, entertaining. I think this is the route to go. Excited to see what season two will be like in the fall. Speaking of Legend of the Hidden Temple, I hope that the CW does it justice as well. Yeah, because if you guys don't know, that's also gotten picked up. Like, I think, like, that happened during quarantine that it got picked up. Yeah, and they were doing casting at the beginning of spring. So I guess we're going to see what that be like, because y'all know I got a little thing with CW because I just I just feel like they got an aesthetic that's not for me. Um, hopefully they don't kind of do that to this or Legends of the Hidden Temple. We will see. We'll just keep our fingers crossed. Hit us up on our IG and our Twitter and let us know how you like this Fast Pass episode. Yes, 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 yes. Let me know, you guys, if you liked Killer Camp, if you've heard of Killer Camp, would you watch Killer Camp? Well, I mean, if they gotten this far, and I know some people really do just listen to us without seeing the material, but I'm like, if you haven't watched it, like, we gave you the hookup right there. It's for free. Like, go ahead and watch it and then come back and you can, like, have more context to what we're talking about. But also make sure that you go visit Shudder and watch Ruin Me because we're going to see y'all on Friday to talk about that movie. Well, survivors, like I said, I hope y'all enjoyed this fast, fast episode. We'll see you on Friday. We'll see you, you soon. Friday.